what's really going on everybody back again with another episode this is season three episode three once again i am no alliance joined by mckenzie marshall and henry woods before we get into this episode be sure to follow us on all of our social media at wrgo pod that includes instagram twitter and even tiktok be sure to listen subscribe and watch on all of our streaming platforms that includes apple Podcasts, youtube spotify google play soundcloud iheart radio mckenzie and henry how are you guys Good. It's an early morning for us. Yes, we don't normally. We are recording today on Sunday at ten thirty. We normally don't do that. So, Henry, how are you? Well, let the people reflect. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm good, man. I can't complain. Just um, recovering. I'm still feeling homecoming and all the travel and last night. <laughs> <And> Halloween. <laughs> it's just been a lot going on, man. It has been a lot going on. Uh, including in a lot going on when we begin the episode. Uh, this is going to be a largely cultural podcast, but we do have an election that is coming up in one week. Um, so we will just kind of do some rapid fire and ask everyone kind of a question about the election since it is on November 8th. Uh, Henry, any thoughts or things that you've seen in Georgia? Obviously, it seems like the Senate race with Warnock is tightening up. He's apparently just paying everyone he's ever had relationships with to have abortions. But um, is there anything you're seeing in the race? Because it seems like it certainly is getting closer. But you just said Warnock doing what? No, uh, I'm at Herschel Walker. Herschel I'm Walker. like, what? <laughs> no, what? Oh, thank you for catching me. That's why we have real time actors. <laughs> <laughs> um, Georgia elections. I mean, I definitely see them more. Like, um, I had to unsubscribe from somebody's emails because that was getting ridiculous. But uh, I see them more. I definitely hope they get the votes they need. I've been seeing a lot of people participate in early votes, which that's a goal for Stacey Abrams because we know the last time, like, the issue was back-end votes not being counted. So the earlier you can vote, the better. Uh, I'm planning to go and put my vote in tomorrow. So, yeah, I mean, it, it looked like they're getting the support they need, I hope. It seemed like everywhere I go, I see Warnock and Abrams signs. So that's, to me, it seems like they're getting the word out there. It just depends on the votes. And I know Stacey is big on, like, working with, you know, the rural small towns because that's going to be, like, the determinant factor here because clearly Atlanta is blue. Uh, so, yeah, I just I hope they get the turnout they need. I definitely, again, have seen people participate in early voters. I have seen their signs and messagings up like crazy. Uh, so that's good to me. Good for me, because I at first I wasn't seeing none of that. Uh, and Mackenzie, since you are a resident New Yorker here, uh, it, all the things that I've read seems like the New York governor's race is getting tighter. Have you seen any like increase in ads or is there like more um, about it? I will say I definitely see more increase in ads, but I still like it's so it's tight. I think I've definitely seen more increases ads for the Democrat, um, for Kathy. Um, but for the Republican, I haven't I feel like I haven't seen that much of, from that side. But the fact of the matter is, is like I feel like I haven't seen that many. I've seen a lot more now for Kathy, the Democrat mm-hmm. um, running for governor, but I still don't feel like it's been enough as where it should be i should like like henry was talking about i should really be like Like, yeah like just it should be all in my face like every step i go and i don't feel like i see that maybe it's just you know where i am and what i've seen like just Mm -hmm. walking around new york city but 
Um, so I don't know. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen because, um, yeah, and I'm honestly not excited about either. Like, I mean, it's just kind of, also, it just seems also dry. Like, I'm also feel like I'm kind of uninterested, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I think I'm feeling kind of like the same way where it's kind of like, you're doing the same, or I feel like I'm doing the same thing where it's like I'm voting to prevent something that I don't want to happen versus like voting necessarily for something. Yeah. Um, where it's like most of my Democratic candidates are fine, but it's like they don't really inspire you. Yeah. You're a rare case of having like Warnock and Abrams candidates who are like really good and get it, where most of us just have some generic white face. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that really like is what it is. Like I think in Georgia, that's very rare. And I think I, I kind of wish I did have that, that I would probably mm-hmm. want to like call somebody for Stacey Abrams or like drag people out to vote for Warnock, where it's like mm-hmm. here, you're just kind of like, they don't really have anyone messaging to Mackenzie in New York or me in DC. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to go vote. Come on, like, come on, y'all. And like, yeah. Uh, That's the problem, though. That's <laughs> it is. It is a problem. I, I think it's just like, about. what can you do? These Democrats are throwing out these same faces and they're not really talking to us. And yeah. They need to be talked to. And eventually, eventually the rubber's going to hit the road. But I think that Democrats are still not going to be able to, like, understand that, like, hey, we just need new messaging and new messengers. Yeah. But, um, and make like, it cool. Yeah. Make like, it they cool. They do shit with Lizzo. Like, that's cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's actually something worth doing. Um, and speaking of something worth doing or worth not doing, um, this is now going to pivot into a conversation kind of about the culture, but still kind of weaving into politics and a phase out of it. Uh, so for those who don't know, speaking of Georgia, um, Killer Mike, uh, the rapper who was a part of Run the Jewels, uh, the rapper recently made comments supporting Governor Kemp's outreach to Black men in this can- in this campaign season. Um, for context, he also met with Governor Kemp in 2020. He said, more than anything, I'm a Southerner, I'm a Black man. I've been raised in a traditionally Democratic city, but my state is pretty conservative, always has been. So as a Southern man, I... Shut up, shut up. No, he should just shut up because he sounds stupid. I'm a Southern man with conservative politics and you don't see me supporting no dang on Kemp or Herschel Walker. What? And then what pisses me off about this, excuse me, let me calm it down. I, I know I'm yelling in your ear right now. My bad, my bad. Listen, what pisses me off about this, this man has wanted to be this save black lives, support black lives person. And now you want to flip the switch and support these Republicans who have no, like, when you're talking about a black man and we're talking about average black man in Georgia, <laughs> you don't get the benefit of doing something like this, like that, that Republican privilege don't work for you, my boy. You can walk around with that gun and they gonna find a way to arrest you with it. Cause he just did the gun law to where you don't even have to go through an extreme background check. Like, pay. I have a question though. What? So, what exactly is Kemp doing that he's talking about that attracting the the average black man? Yeah, what is he doing? That's where I get conflicted because am I so deep into Kemp's campaign to where I know every intricate thing? No, but I know on the face front that man actively is protesting against equal life paying wages. He's actively involved with like the uh, developments and stuff going on here in Atlanta. He just passed his gun law to where it makes it way more difficult for like, 
you can walk around with a gun, but if you're a black man with a gun, nine times out of 10, it's going to be some type of repercussions. Or if you are a black man and white people or whomever can walk around with a gun, that's just a bigger target on my life because now you're going to stand your ground and do that. And the third to just come up with more reason to shoot me. You know, so like for me as a person, uh, I just don't bang with Kemp and some of his ideas. Like it's not progressive. He's actively fighting against like abortion laws. So like those are the things that for me are trigger triggering. Like I'm not messing with that. And Killer might I get irritated at this and him supporting Herschel and Kemp and whomever because like bro, black people men look up to him. And when we talk about celebrity influence, which we'll get into all of that later, it's like people like him wants to play this like good guy, like they're doing something progressive for the people, but you're working with people who are quite acting against your community. Like there's no way you can tell me Kemp has more like will or like uh, wishful thinking for black men than Stacey Abrams. Like she's actually trying to put technical college programs in place to where people can make advancements versus like, I don't hear Kemp talking about nothing toward that. He, she's actually trying to like put certain legislation in place to where like, you know, you have to go through some type of ranks of background checks and like identity identifications to get a gun this man just made it so easy yeah i can walk it was already easy to get a gun in georgia now you don't have to have paperwork to back that up that's problematic bro he supports police i ain't see he see hear him talk about nothing about taking nothing from a budget or putting different like protocol in place to where we're protecting black men so like for me killer mike how are you saying yeah. as a governor as a black man traditionally blah whatever that don't need that's some malarkey that's some bs like stop bro yeah and i did some quick research just to see like what if he had actual points or examples i didn't come across like points or examples when they said that he was like just supporting camp or whatever it was because he felt like democrats like what we've been saying should be doing more but i don't like the idea that yeah i don't i don't like the idea that we keep thinking that because they're not doing okay, we need to abandon them and then take Dumb the yes. of crumbs from over here. Like he said that he pointed out that uh, Kemp had visited an all uh, boys school mm. that was ran by a black conservative or whatever. But what does that mean? What does that mean? Like, okay, yeah, so he did yeah. a photo op and that just it's made like, you completely. It's like he visited the school, but none of the children at the school will ever be able to vote. Like, what? like Yeah, what? like what? Again, goes into the problem of like celebrities having this influence and not taking any real responsibility. Because I'm frustrated with the Democratic Party. We just talked about how like you guys are dealing with not having direct messaging or people representative of your community or like the things that you care about in this society. So like for me as a person of influence, you have some type of responsibility to start a conversation of, okay, let's hold the Democrats accountable. You guys want to be for the people. You guys want to help us and say whatever. Then start having those conversations. He has a platform. He was just working with, um, what's that lady name? That was just, uh, I was about to say president, the mayor, Keisha Lansbottom. He was on one of her like Community. And he had a he had a show too on Netflix. Yeah, show. Yeah, show. So you have the platform to host these conversations, but instead of doing that, you want to cop out and make excuses. Yeah. 
And I don't and, understand because my thing is like, if you if you don't think that they're gonna, if these politicians over here are gonna, you know, uphold their their platforms and follow through with it, why do you think these other politicians will too? Like, I don't even get it. And then Mackenzie, I wanted to ask you something because I feel like one, you're you're largely the one who's probably a little bit more aware of this. Is you know, obviously the only woman on this podcast, but I think there is probably long. I've largely seen a long link between like you know, that ultra super like pro-blackness and conservative like mm-hmm. behavior, especially in men. Is there anything yeah. that, like you can speak to about that? Because I notice that a lot. Yeah. Um, and I also feel I, like Killer Mike has the ability with his money to be able to shield himself from dealing with the reality that everyday people do. But like, I'm interested I said, Hotep is black conservative. Like those are, the, those are one in the same to me. Like I feel like people who are, I, and I don't know, I don't have any stats. I'm just talking about conversations, having conversation with men like who are Hotep probably supported Trump. Like on a, on a, there was never a Hotep that would then want a Stacey Abrams to be governor. Like, because then you think about Hotep, the Hotep mentality is still men first. And when so you do men first, that, that straight, 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 straight men first only. Just, yeah. It's men first. So like in a place like Georgia, which I mean, and that's why I also it just uh, now this is coming into like kitchen table talk because it comes to like men who are so like I, so uh, so like thinking that they need to be in charge when they start doing those red flags and then leaning into like the whole type stuff. And like, I don't know, I'm just thinking that you're a black conservative. And, 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 I, think also, and I think also it's like they're, they're black, they're, they're pro-blackness doesn't allow space for anything or anyone else. Yeah. So it's like, that includes if you are a, you know, if you are black and queer, if you are a black woman, if you are anything other than what they view as, you know, it is a straight black man at the top and everyone else mm-hmm. is supposed to kind of just get in line and follow it's like the most rigid sense of like pro-blackness where like a lot of people who are super, super like pro-black and pro-conservative are not going to be for a black gay person succeeding. Like that's like, yeah. if you ask them about that, they'll be like, mm, there's a lot of like skepticism towards anything else but a black man. I don't know what that is. I don't know what type of stuff there is. Granted, this like rabbit hole of that kind of, you know, yeah. super deep on the internet, but it's like, if you are kind of believing that way, you literally, and I think Killer Mike is like that. He clearly has like one way of thinking. And I think his money also shields him from, like you said, Henry, having to say, all right, I have to send my kid to a public school or I have to do this, or, you know, I don't have the luxury of living in some nice home that he probably does. I actually have to interact with the police in a way that is actually not friendly to me. And who knows? But I think that then pivots to our, I don't even want to call this our big fact, but that pivots to the next conversation that we are going to have. Um, so it's Kanye West, uh, overall <laughs> thoughts on kind of the brands and media, the social media response. I think we want to kind of take a little bit of a different lens on this. I'll let kind of, because I'm just going to kick it off to you. I think everyone kind of knows what has happened with Kanye, but I think you were kind of the first to flag kind of this interesting, you know, dynamic between kind of why it got, why it got to this point versus probably a week ago. And you would probably even say maybe a year or two mm-hmm. or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your overall thoughts on kind of like this was the this was probably the brick that broke the camel's back? Yeah, like there were a lot of other things that happened before this. Yeah, let me first say, y'all, we was really trying not to give this man any type of airplay. We was really not trying to talk to him. Henry already put himself on mute. <laughs> but let me just say this. No, my thing with it is like 
he's been violently racist and I mean violently racist for years now and I guess we, me personally, I work in the media, so I've always known the Jewish community, especially living in New York, owns a lot of the media stuff. And they they just are allowed to move a different way because they do own a lot of these things that we see and just how we operate or whatever. So I knew as soon as when he started saying the anti-Semitic stuff, I knew that that was going to break the, break the, Uh (laughs) that was going to end it. I knew that. But it just was also very telling to me because it's just like, for me, when it comes to like racism, there is no hierarchy in it. So like we're coming up in February in a few months, honestly, in a few weeks that they're going to start doing this pandering to the black community. But like nothing changed. This man was able to keep living his life. This man says slavery was a choice that that honestly and. I mean, I love, well, I do have some controversial celebrities that I still support, I will say that, but that when he said that, that was just so like, are you for real? Are you for real, for real saying that? So like for this, for this to like even get to this point was telling, but also I did have to have some self-reflection because it really was also what I've also seen people on Twitter. How do we have this expectation for white people to hold black people to a certain not I won't say black people to a certain standard why did we expect white people to cancel him myself included after he said slavery was a choice and like he should have been a rap he should have been able to everything that's happening to him now should have happened a year ago but if us as black people aren't really canceling him after offending us then what do we look like and before people try to say well we don't really have control over the media we don't but he came to Howard University. We just came back from homecoming. He came to Howard University after those comments. Yard was still crowded. His Yeezy still sell out. Black people still support him. So it's also I don't I don't know. I'm just kind of in this space where it's like we hold white people to a standard that I feel like we don't even uphold ourselves. But also I do feel like it's kind of disgusting how these white companies are going to pander to us in just a few weeks about how they care about pro black and be this and that. And then like he was saying all these things and Adidas, Adidas is about to sit up here and pander to us in a few months after he said that, after they gave him like $500 million from that conference. It's just, I don't know. I dropped the mic. That's all I have to say on it. I don't care what Henry says. I don't care what anyone else has to say about it. <laughs> it's funny because the, the thing that I've actually been thinking about is kind of like doing, like been reading some stuff and just kind of, it, it, even after this, I've kind of come to the conclusion that like, I don't think Adidas wanted to drop him. I, I, I in my heart of hearts, I really don't think no. they, like it took them. Noah a said it. Noah said and, it. No, they and, didn't. And I think that that goes to like what all of this flows down to. I think even when there is like, of course, anti-Semitism, like anti-Semitism is clearly more of a red. You can people have more tolerance due to the anti-blackness than the anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Anti-Semitic is a one strike and you're out rule. Anti-blackness is a Let's see the pattern of behavior mm-hmm. and then we'll maybe make a decision. Now, granted, both should be a one strike and you're out rule. That's not to say that one should be something that the other is not. Everybody should have the same, okay, you said this, you're out. We don't apply it that way, which is wrong. But I think even in this case, it seems like a lot of these brands are like, Kanye makes us a shit ton of money. We've got to think about this. And I think even that goes to probably like, honestly, a conversation about capitalism and like how much like, rich people can kind of just get the leeway that they want um because i think you know adidas should have dropped kanye but it took them a long fucking time (laughs) and 
it's said that they were going to lose two billion of that community to call them out to drop him per my knowledge uh, i'm just going to insert myself here simply because like how the conversation is going uh i don't approve of kanye's antics i want that to be loud and clear i also agree with mckenzie's stance saying that like us as black people should not be expecting any race white asian indian guyanese whatever to um hold our principles and values to a higher standard than we do that's and then I guess the controversial part here is even if black people were to like not support Kanye, it then becomes a public responsibility. But if we're not like doing our part, we can't expect put those expectations on like the general public. Um, I just, yeah, this man, um, I don't want to call it a mental breakdown anymore because like it's very intentional. So like, for me, I don't understand. And that's what's upsetting because like representatively, I respect him as a black man who has gained this amount of influence over the culture and has caused so much shift. Now, the way he goes about that influence, the way he like the comments and antics, I don't agree with it. He definitely has, like I said, with Killer Mike, you have a larger responsibility that you're not like, taking heed to and that's just within itself chaotic and on top of that you're making anti-black statements statements against your own race which don't make sense to me because if you listen to like Kanye when he first came up he was all about pro-black and like you hustling and doing your thing and like not allowing society to paint you or define you by your circumstances so like He's even acting against things that he's maybe preached at one time period. So like, for me, again, it's confusion. Um, I agree with Noah's stance for saying like, these bigger companies did not want to drop him. Um, they only did it because that community held them accountable. And that's or, where or, I- or, or rather, I'll, I'll insert myself. I don't think it was just solely, the, I think it was the national conversation then pivoted to Hey, Adidas is stalling. Like, what? That's bad for business. At so, who is pushing that national conversation on? I think that was everybody. I mean, I, okay. I but then, but then, but then, I don't think we can say specifically. I think it was a national conversation of like, hey, these brands are not doing it. I think that then goes to okay, who's leading media companies? Like, yes, but like, we're sitting here as people having a conversation of like, what the what's Adidas doing? What are these other brands doing? I don't think that's specifically, and and and, and that's just a difference of opinion. I don't think it's specifically like who's leading media companies and they're like literally like leading the push to get Adidas to do it. That's just a different opinion. I think it's just at a certain point, it's like <clears throat> if something happened to you, Henry, as a business owner, I'm going to talk to your business here. If something happened to you as a business owner that was that you were then just stalling on responding to, at a certain point, it looks it's bad for your business reputation and bad for your brand to not make a decision on something. I, I, think, Adidas, I think Adidas was, was caught in that moment where they're like, yo, this is taking too long. And I think they knew the hit that we would take if we said we're not doing anything would be a lot worse than if we just cut ties now. That's how I see it, but like everybody has their yeah. thoughts on it. Yeah, we gonna have a difference of opinion. Yeah, that's fine. Literally, they didn't do anything until that girl got on LinkedIn and was like, I have waited for Adidas. If I had the statement, I would read the exact statement. Mm -hmm. But she said, I'm 
of the Jewish community. They're not doing anything. I don't mess with this. The, a day later, they put that statement out. Yeah, so like, I mean, I think all of it's pressure that works. Me, but like, even was then, I think that, that community, a person of that community ensured there was some type of accountability held. That that's how I'm taking it. I'm yeah, I, I think I'm and I think it all goes but but then even then I think that that then ties to what all of us are saying is that like Adidas clearly didn't care about, you know, anti-blackness or, you know, all of these other things, but if someone puts yeah, a like that, they can. Though, because even when they like when we say anti-blackness, we have black celebrities like Nia Long and Diddy who reposted this messaging of let's not support Adidas because they're trying to drop Kanye or whatever. So like, is it really I mean, anti-black if you have other black Wait, people? huh? Oh, I missed that. Who was posting that? Right, right. It was a lot of y'all faves repost, like when the, all of this controversy started coming up about him Basically, Adidas tried to buy him out when he didn't approve the Yeezy Day and he made a, that big old tantrum. This was before or after the comments? This was before the, uh, well, it was after the slavery comments and prior to the recent interview he released with the George Floyd stuff and the anti-Black And Trump. then they were saying, still Basically, don't drop him. Don't, they were calling for y'all to boycott Adidas then because they wouldn't give gay his buy-in power, like basically allow him to have the ownership that he now doesn't have. So hey, like- but, but, Child, I mean, but we then, are a joke. As, that's what, are, that's as exactly joke. what I'm getting to, Mackenzie. We are that's what I'm getting joke. to. That's what I'm getting to. That's what I'm getting to because y'all y'all want to say da, 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 da. the problem is us as a black community, we have no grounding. We have no foundational grounding as to what we're gonna do, what we're gonna support, where we're that that or rather, so or rather talk I'll... about an influential figure like gay is always gonna be a problem because you're gonna have people on opposing sides and it, we're never gonna accomplish the goal. Or rather That's and, just and, the end all be all here for me. And I'll specifically say this. I think it's and the, the problem is the 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 people with the most reach and the most impact are always on the wrong side because that that's what drags. You can them they wrong. I mean, you can't, but I mean, but that, but that's that's the problem here, and it's similar. Like Kanye, rich people, no matter what race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, or background, these people have no one to tell them no. The thing that I hate about celebrities, especially in music, and we're going to talk about this in a minute, is people always assume that people have oh, and who you know their team of people should have did this. You know what the team is? The team of people is responding to the boss. And if the boss says we're going to do something, come hell or high water, they're going to follow their boss because they don't want to get fired. So they don't want to piss off their boss. So nine times out of 10, people can say, hey, we shouldn't do X, Y, and Z. But, oh, Diddy's the boss of Revolt and he said he doesn't care. So we have to do it anyway. That's how these decisions are literally made is you can flag it. How many times have all of us flagged something for our bosses at whatever job we are on? And they look at us dead in the face and say, mm, I don't care. And it was a bad idea to start with, but they're our boss. Do we make decisions? Nope. That's how this stuff happens. It's like, I wish that the people who were in power actually had like the discretion to be like, eh, no, but I don't know that Henry, you look like you're looking into the distance. I'm just like, I guess <laughs> at the end of the day, this don't matter. That's what I like. <laughs> that guess that's what that's where my mind is at now because like on some real time for real, like him making these call outs not finna change how power is distributed throughout the media industry. Him make doing these antics or whatever, he's still gonna have a bandwagon of black supporters. 
So like for Henry, I I don't own no Yeezys. I know I don't own no Yeezys. I know that I don't support Kanye. I might listen to a song every now and then because it's inspirational. Like he be saying some inspirational stuff on his music. I mean, but I think, but I think it in is the general what it is. Theme but of- like, other than that, I don't support Kanye. I know me for so for me when you say like I wish there was somebody to blah blah blah. I'm that blah blah blah. I'm gonna hold them accountable. I'm not gonna support them like the baby. If there's a song with him, I cut that bitch off. Excuse my language. I, if like R. Kelly, I don't support him. Any uh, production I see by uh, that that was by uh, like Bill Cosby, probably the only one that get like a damn. That's that uh, that's a different combo for me. But like a Harvey Weinstein production, uh, uh, whatever, I cut that shit off. I do what I can to not support these people because for me, I am the person that's making the call because I can't control what other people do. I can ask you two to not wear Yeezys and support, not support or do that in the third, the same way we ask people to put money toward these politicians. Like, I can only do my part. Like how we say there's a role, it's a role in that you play a role in the revolution. My role is to ensure that I am living by just values and means and not supporting the antics and giving him a bigger platform, which is why I did not want to speak about this in a podcast because it was the like we have this discussion and we all know that Kanye is a he's out of his mind. We don't necessarily understand his end goal. He's lost all these contracts. Like, I don't know another man. Hey, 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 hey Henry, hate to cut you. Hey, Henry, hate to cut you off. Some people do know his end goal, according to them. They know the plan, okay? And I would say you're just as much of a lunatic. Like, you're a lunatic. Hey, 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 Henry. Some people do know the plan. Okay, they they see the light at the end of the summer. Moving on. I don't mean to like cut it. I don't mean to cut it like that. But like, I guess when you say like, I wish there's somebody to hold celebrities accountable. We as people hold them accountable. I mean, we I mean, but like, I, power, bro. These but like, that's the companies. Thing. That's- like how McKinsey said, they're about to pander to us. Why are they pandering to black people? Because we have a lot of buying power. If we as people checked ourselves and our morals and values and like where we stand and ensured that like the people we deal with or uh, elevate in society, into society or these positions of power have our same moral standards, then like that, that's on us. That's like how you just said with the politicians, nobody representing you with shoot. It's about time for you to start putting somebody up there to represent you, but we've all had that conversation. So like, stop giving these people power. That's that's how I see it. Oh, um, uh, Henry, I'll let you lead this. I know Elon Musk just did he buy Twitter officially? Is that a yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and people got laid off this. Yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. I saw people holding boxes out front of the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have any thoughts besides I think Twitter is probably going to change for on uh, Y'all saw the the N word increase by like five hundred percent. Yep. Did y'all and see LeBron that? LeBron called it out. LeBron called it out, and it's like, what did LeBron say? It was basically he just called attention to it. Like he was like, I definitely have been seeing it. Uh, oh, I mean, Elon definitely. Elon is a conservative. Am I wrong? Which is so funny yeah. because he's such a conservative. <laughs> but this goes to the same thing that Henry was just talking about. He's such a conservative, but the people who probably are not in favor of him buying Twitter probably have Teslas. That's all I'm. That's yeah. all I'm putting out there. But yeah. I don't really know what that says. But, but these people have given him the power. <laughs> I mean, I think, like you said, it's one thing. It's it's the left hand not necessarily working with the right. I don't have a hard opinion. I don't really. I think Elon Musk is quite frankly 
pardon my French, I think he's just a dickhead. But I mean, I don't really have any. Do you all have anything else in, intellectual to add? Because I really don't. I don't care. Hmm. I am just curious that like, is the platform really going to change? And like, in what way is it going to be a free for all for like hate speech? Or is it? I think, I think it will. I think it will. I think it will. So yeah. then, yeah, like then if it is a free for all for hate speech, then like, am I going to be wanting to be on this platform where it's just like chaotic and like people are just spewing nonsense? Anything. Yeah. yeah. And as as a person, as a person, especially, I'm just curious, especially for journalists too, because a lot of journalists go to Twitter first to like do news and just Mm -hmm. whatever. So I wonder what that will change how they interact. Going to be like, yeah, what is that going to be like? Because then, if that changes, then where do people now get their information? For so I'm just yeah curious to see how that changes the landscape because I do feel like it's going to change hopefully for the better i mean i don't really know because also even before him jack's overall thing with twitter twitter is just he wasn't really doing a good job at it with it either but then i'm also like how do you manage (laughs) who does social media yeah like how do you really like get a control over that so i don't know we'll see yeah we'll see well mackenzie we will continue to shine the spotlight on you as we talk about your girl your face Nikki, I don't know her middle name or whatever her actual name. Oh, Nikki Mirage. Oh, there. I did. I never knew that. Oh, Nika Mirage. Yeah. Hey, yo. So you all know where Mackenzie's coming at. She said her full <laughs> government name. Um, Mackenzie, I want to start off with you. Obviously, Nikki Minaj has been making news. She's been kind of getting on into Twitter. Beef. Yeah, she's been getting into beef with a uh, lot of her fellow women rappers. I have thoughts, but I curiously welcome your thoughts. You kind of guide our conversation. So I will welcome you, Mackenzie, to talk about your girl. I mean, okay, so I feel like Nikki has been very outlandish on Twitter. I'm not saying that I support her antics at all, but recently she got into it. The Grammys are upon us, and we all know that everybody's going to have these controversial views about the Grammys and who's going to win Best Rap Album and rah, rah, rah. So they announced who was in the categories and Big Energy was in the rap category and Super Freak Girl, uh, Super Freaky Girl yeah. um, was in the pop category and not the rap category. Why does that matter? They should just be happy that they're nominated, right? No, wrong. Because the, historically, I do feel like people try to take away rap from the women rappers, but even before mm-hmm. Nikki, even before mm-hmm. we even got to Nikki. And I feel like Nikki's always shed a light on that. And I felt like when she brought it to Twitter, even though her delivery was very, very whack, I do oh, feel like comparing, delivery. I, well, hold on. She, all she said was how is big energy, a song featuring Mariah Carey in the rap category. And my song isn't that's all That's she said. That's what she said. And then Lotto the apparently... The, the, the tone and timing was also not good. It, yeah, the tone <laughs> and tone timing and wasn't time. good. It shouldn't have happened on social media. It should no, have it been like be. something behind the scenes or whatever. And then Lotto came on. Lotto came in and I guess it texted her offline and said, you know, don't bring my song up into this. See, here's the thing with that, though. Well, uh, yes and no with Lotto, because I do love Lotto, but if we talk about the level of where Nicki Minaj really is, you don't text, and I don't care what y'all say, you don't text just somebody like Nicki Minaj, hey, yo, don't bring my song up in your mess. Like, 
That's that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. How is that disrespectful for you? For me to tell you, hold don't on, put hold my on. name in your because I ain't got nothing to hold do with on, that. Because no, hold on. Because Nikki doesn't have the power to take her song out. She wasn't saying take her song. It was just using it as an example. But you would never text that. And I also feel like, and I'm sorry, I don't care what y'all say about Nikki. I'm gonna say it. Nikki has a long resume. And you're talking about these new rappers would never text a Jay Z if Jay Z slighted them in a in a conversation. Hey, yo, don't bring me up in your. Yo, hold on, you would never text Jay Z that. That's rude. Like you would never be like, hey, yo, Jay Z, don't bring me up in your trying to diss me. I bet you when he was sliding Kanye West in his music, I bet you Kanye didn't even text. Hey yo, don't bring <laughs> me. I'm like he did. He, he brought it up in an interview. I bet he did. He did. He brought it up in an interview. But I do just feel like I don't feel like that was appropriate. I don't disagree with the logic of like nobody's texting Jay Z. And when I say nobody's texting Jay Z, I mean like Jay Z gets the respect from young rappers that mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj maybe isn't getting. However, mm-hmm. I don't disagree with the fact, Lotto has the right to say like, hey, don't bring my name up in this situation because like, you're not- I'm not saying she didn't have the right. I'm not saying she didn't have the right, but just like from a- How was like, that disrespectful to tell I don't think somebody it was just, not I mean, to mention you I felt like it head. was just- She could have made I that point- because without, I just feel like Dragon like, Lotto, she could have simply said, "How could she have made that point without it?" Because I mean, that was I a mean, side then, by side example of no. Rap. But I think I think then it's you just you you turn, which is what she, which is what I think she should have done. She should have turned her attention to the Grammys, and she just yes. she should have said the she Grammys. Did, she has, added them. I mean, I and think, she had she talked to them like some. There was people in the recording academy that she was having a dialogue with. Okay, but was, and they agreed with her. Her and Lotto. No, or, or or rather, or rather, that's the thing that got elevated. <laughs> it was, I mean, I think it's like you have she to know. Shouldn't that, have, like, she shouldn't, shouldn't have mentioned her by name, she, or she shouldn't have mentioned her by name. I think also, she should have said there are other songs that are getting included in this category, and the Grammys has had a long history of denying black music, throwing black music into the wrong category, and that's wrong. There go. Now, no. granted, now granted, this is this is us thinking about this after the fact, and we're just not firing from the hip. Um, but I also think it just gets to a thing of like. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Mackenzie, to your point, I think people don't kind of give her the respect and credit that she deserves, considering that she was probably not just one of the hottest women rappers. She was one of the hottest rappers for like probably almost half over half a decade, which is very rare. Um, I don't know, but I, but then I think and we were talking about this offline, but I think that gets to like the general point of like we don't have like the space to have more than one woman rapper and. Most people, most 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 rap fans are men, which is probably part of the problem. Is that a lot of people, men who listen to rap, don't have the like bandwidth of like having more than one woman rapper at a time, like in their like rotation and playlist. So it's not. It's kind of like only one person can win. And I think women rappers eventually feed off that because I think also like and I think Mackenzie, you can probably speak to this better than anyone. The fans of these women rappers are like eighty five percent of the problem. Because <laughs> they take it to like yeah. another and place. I, I, I don't think Nikki Nikki doesn't do a good job with managing her fans. Um, no, she doesn't. She but she talent. definitely she feeds into it. But um, I don't know. I still feel like 
maybe she shouldn't have posted the conversation of her texting Lotto. That's all I'll say. But I don't really see that the comparison of bringing up the song was not fit. Like, I feel like that was because there's also been like a history of I feel like also people in the industry just not giving her the awards because they just don't like her, you know, and like. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it's that's, cool that's that people real. don't people don't like her. That's fine or whatever. But like, I feel like, how is big energy with Mariah Carey in a rap category, and my song is not like that's not that that I mean, is not that's a reasonable. I'm that not is saying a comparison is wrong. I'm not but saying I, that because I agree that like that's the same that, type of that song. big lotto <laughs> song should not be in the rap category. So like. I agree with this sentiment that like she has reason to be mad, yes, but like Noah just said, it's a way to present that without possibly throwing Lotto under the bus, which she did. And moving off a of Lotto, the I way don't she think she. But I don't think she. I don't the, think it was throwing her under the bus until. I mean, of course, you're not going to think so, Mackenzie. No, I don't think I, until she started posting the the Karen comment or whatever but or rather I, I still don't feel like the Karen comment was that slighted because girl your name is Mulatto so so you you think Nicki Minaj was justified in her actions no 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 she was That's not justified no 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 I uh, up until the comparing the song but like calling her the Karen and posting the conversation and doing that yes but like, as far as comparing the song and I guess bringing Lotto into the conversation not necessarily However, could have been done with, with more touch. It could have been done with more, with more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Craft. She definitely should have talked about it, like maybe delivered in a better way. But as far as calling out the song and saying if this song is like in that category, because it's not about all the other songs. All the other songs probably, you know, put the thing. But the point is, y'all only want to have, like Noah said, one female rapper in that category because you don't want to give us all our cookies. But now why I got to be pushed out to be the pop girl if this is like, I mean, it's Mariah Carey. That's where I feel like she was coming yes. from because it's not about all the other songs. I mean, I would I agree. Don't, I, I would functionally agree. I mean, the funny thing is I, I don't agree. disagree with that. I just yeah, feel I like she's going to be more tactful in her antics. <laughs> and I think also, I think, and because I think you actually hit it on the nail. I think this is also a thing of she is paying for general Repu- probably reputation <laughs> I think a little bit there's like a rep- like a reputation yeah. tax here where I think people dysfunctionally just don't like her and I think probably for some right reasons some wrong reasons I think it's a little bit of a mixture of both probably things that she is perceived as doing and probably things that she has done in person I think there are other things probably that we don't know mm-hmm. but um and I think she's paying a tax for that some people just literally do just get like pushed out <laughs> and that's yeah. just honestly what happens like there are other examples of rappers and all these other people just being like okay, you can do whatever you want. You can be as, as mm-hmm. iconic as you want, but like, you're, we're not really going to give you your flowers just because like... We don't like you. We don't like you. <laughs> like, we literally don't like you. And I think probably the honest truth is like, she plays a big part in that and other people play a big part in that too. So it's equal equal distribution as Mackenzie is literally like, I'm over this now. <laughs> yeah, because it's just crazy because it's like, but even that though, it's still different for men. Because Kanye doing all this. I would completely Kanye's agree. Kanye's still going to be nominated. He's going to get his awards. He's going to be, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I, I mean, would, that, I, now, I would, I would agree. now, I would agree. now, but roll the camera back. I mean, BET just had him presenting um, what award. He's, I mean, he should have been canceled, right? 
What was I mean, that was literally like show? two weeks. That was like a month ago. Yeah. I forgot about that. Or was that that was BET, right? That was that BET. Was, that yeah. was that was not long ago. What y'all talking about? But okay. B- he came out. It was somebody being honored that he was close to. I will say that he was very. It was Diddy. It was Diddy. Diddy. And, he, and he came out like the all black. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, didn't age yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. So, you're not wrong. What? You're but, not but wrong. But the thing is, and, and let's wrong. talk about it though, real quick. Let's talk about it though. That was then, but when he said the anti-black stuff, he said that anti-Semitic stuff. He ain't coming back because that's Viacom. He ain't coming Viacom, back. Viacom, Had that award show been yeah. post these comments, he wouldn't have been there. Have been Wait, there. no, that was before the comments. Yeah, it no, was before but, the comments. But, but, okay. but that's what she's saying. If After the BET awards would have been, been, if the BET were, if those awards would have been this week, oh, he would have got cut. <laughs> And but the thing, like she just said, he said some anti-black stuff, and they still would have had him on the black. And, and, and but that's I mean, that's but, our whole general point. That's the whole general point. And, 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 and but people accountable. That's my point. Well, we got I mean, the, I am. I'm not. Saying, you're right. You're right. I, say, I agree. It's all a hypocrisy. It's like yeah. he was on the worst show with, at BET honoring with black, black people. people. Yeah, with <laughs> black people. Had he said these comments that he said now this in the worst show this week, he wouldn't have been there. Period. And it wouldn't have been a conversation. Yeah. It wouldn't have been a conversation. Anyhow. No one cares. No one cares. We don't focus, even care. Focus on yourself. Oh, I care about my black people. Y'all I mean, know. Well, not we, y'all. I mean, indivi- individuals do, but it's but then it gets to the question of like, how much can one, I mean, it's like, what, outside of our own reach, how much can we do? Which is why we have this podcast, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> Mackenzie rolls her eyes. Uh, anywho, because it is Halloween, um, I wanted to do ask you all a little fun question. Is there if you all had whatever resources you had at your disposal, is there one Halloween costume that you would want to do or be? If you had like if money wasn't an issue, getting the stuff for the costume was not an issue. Is there one costume that you would like? When you said what? You see me in it. My homeboy called me yesterday and he was like asking me to help him with his Halloween costume. And he was like, What you gonna dress up as? I was like, now David. It's like, oh, I forgot. My name is Henry Woods. I don't do him. Like, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you. I knew you. So black. I don't do Halloween costumes like Boo. that. That's so lame. I think so I would want to do. I'm going to dress up as me. Face ass. That's crazy. I want to do. I would want to do like a full like Barbie. Barbie like setup. Like a full do a photo shoot or something like super Barbie. Like just like with the mirror or something. Something cute. And then today, today, okay, I'm about to be, it's no air afterwards. Today, I'm going to be an alien superstar. <laughs> like the song. Yeah, so yeah, I have like the yeah. thing and then I'm going to have a superstar costume. Um, It's just going to be some of my clothes. But the whole point is the alien. <laughs> alien and I have my mic. I have a mic too. So. That's uh, creative. Uh, that no, oh, everybody is about to be bunnies and Bunny, no, that's cool. Bunny. Like last night, I was a grifter. You know the people that do the tr- card tricks on the thing. I mean, said a grifter. Get. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. That's not what it's called. What oh, is it? A grifter. That yeah, sounds like. like tried. So you walked around with a car? No. Oh my god. So you know the guy from uh, what's it? Princess and the Frog, like the the voodoo guy. Uh, basically, was, basically because of Henry doing street tricks, okay? Man. Henry doing street tricks. I was yeah, a version of him. 
Henry basically the one. Keep your eyes on the cards, kids. What the? Uh, <laughs> Ew, that's not. Hey, what you just said, Noah? That's you, not you, the man you who's standing on the street the trying to do tricks. What you? You said a grifter, didn't you? Oh yeah, the card tricks. That's what I was saying. I thought you said something. So else. you was a bootleg magician, is what you I said. I just said it. I just uh, said it. Uh, well, if I had one, my one choice. <laughs> if I had my one choice, I would want to be. If I could like grow my, I mean, if I could, I would have to like grow my hair out. I would want to be ODB from the Brooklyn Zoo video. So I would have like basically like these like big ass jeans, and I would roll one leg up. I would have basically, if y'all know ODB from Wu Tang. How we basically had like one side of his hair like cornrowed and the other half would be in like braids or some shit. I would want to do that. I'd have glasses with one frame out. That would be the costume that I would want to do. But I would have to get like a Pelly Pell, a big ass jacket. And so yeah, that would be my costume. But okay, boom. Everybody's like, all right, Mackenzie's got to go and everyone else. <laughs> this has been season three, episode three. My name is Noah Lyons. As always, joined by Mackenzie Marshall and Henry Woods. Be I sure to follow us. My costume. Oh, yeah. Hope you all like Henry's costume. He's him. Be sure to follow us on our social media. That includes Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Be sure to like, listen, subscribe on all of our social media platforms. That includes YouTube, where you can watch our shorts in full now. That also includes our streaming platforms. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and more. And be sure to check us out on Linktree at WRGOPod. Thank you.